knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. What's up, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, and Jay Randall. Hi, Brian. How are how you, you this evening? How, how you doing, buddy? Great. I'm just enjoying the new blanket of snow we're getting. Yeah, you got to love that, right? Yes, it's quite awesome. It's uh, putting things behind. I love it. I am uh, sharing this up. So if you guys are watching, uh, go down in that lower left-hand corner, smash that share button. Let's get some folks in here. Uh, we got Corey Barnett from uh, the wonderful Savior Outdoors uh, with us tonight, uh, but we do have uh, a few few things to go over real quick. Uh, real quick, we got Richie Lockery in the chat, Mr. Swim Bait Slinger himself. What's up, buddy? Hope you're doing well. Uh, first and foremost, uh, we got the Dale Hollow event coming up. You can get signed up on Tourney X down on uh, Dale Hollow Lake in the beautiful Eastport Marina. Um, they're running a, a thing right now. Uh, if you sign up by March 1st, you're eligible for uh, to stay in a houseboat during the tournament. And then uh, after the awards on day two, they're going to give away some, uh, I think it's three night stays in some cabins down there. Yeah. If I'm, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, so get signed up. I, I actually got a message from our boy, uh, Mr. Aaron Steiger the other day. I think he's going to venture down. What? You know, yeah. Finally going to get to meet him in person. Yeah. <laughs> No so, way. Uh, he, he, he's working on a way to, you know, finagle his way in with the wife to, you know, be able to escape, you know, and uh, get down there. But, uh, yeah, should be good. Nicholas Beltran in the chat says, sup, guys. Hope it's good. Like, Nicholas is going to be on the show next week. So you guys want to tune in for that. Uh, him and I were going back and forth on some messages today. He's got some interesting topics he wants to chat about. And, uh think you guys will be intrigued by that. Um, that kind of got sparked up from a conversation I had on uh, John Rop. Oh, John Rop. 
John Rapp's podcast, uh, Rusty Hook, this week. Uh, if you guys missed that, go over and uh, check out the Rusty Hook Kayak Fishing Podcast. Uh, always a good conversation over there. And then, uh, of course, uh, we have, you know, the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League going on. Uh, some big moves being made this week uh, in the standings. If you guys aren't signed up, get signed up. You could change your lineup every week as the season goes on. Season split into four quarters plus the overall season. So you get an overall season winner in there. Um, so it's not too late to sign up. You can always get in there. Links in the chat. Links in the chat for the uh, the attorney uh, X for the uh, Dale Hollow event as well. Uh, also, uh, we did a, I did a show yesterday, my new canoe show, uh, but we also streamed it over here on Paddle and Fin as well. We got a brother in need right now in the, uh, kayak fishing community, uh, guy by the name of River Wolf. Uh, he's from the Southeast, uh, currently is on life support. Uh, he's got an autoimmune disease, needs a double lung transplant and, uh, you know, he's, he's a father of three, he's got his beautiful wife and, uh, they, that family needs all the support they can get. So I dropped a link in the chat at saveriverwolf.com. You could go there. Uh, Fletch Griffin from, um, Westbrook supply is holding a raffle. There's a link in there. You can win a, a new canoe frontier 12, same as what Sonny fishes out of. It's all blacked out. Uh, there's a Honda motor, there's a kayak cart. So you could buy raffle tickets for all those items. Uh, if you want to just drop five bucks or 10 bucks in the on me, you could do that as well. Uh, they could use all the support they can get. I also posted that up, uh, yesterday on the podcast platform. So if you guys are listening, you can scroll back, listen to that. Uh, Everett Park was on the show with me, shared, uh, shared some stories kind of got us up to speed on where Sonny's at and how he's doing. So uh, if you guys could help out with that, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, the kayak fishing community is always a strong one. And then also uh, dropping a link in here for the Indiana Boat Travel and Sports Show this weekend. I will be down there myself giving a couple seminars. I'll be in the New Canoe booth. I know Native Bonafide. Uh, New Canoe Wilderness, and somebody else is going to have a booth there as well. I know Chad Hoover and KBF will have a booth. And then uh, our good friend uh, Sam Jones will be down there in the Hoosier Kayak Bass and booth as well. And uh, they're doing a little get-together Saturday night, uh, partnered up with KBF. And uh, they're giving away some cool prizes. It's at a local brewery there. Let me pull this up so I don't uh, get some misinformation it's at Sun, Sun King Brewery in Indiana, downtown Indianapolis. Uh, they're going to give away one KBF lifetime membership, three trail series entry fees, and five challenge series entry fees, plus some other great music, uh, or other great music, other great prizes. There's going to be live music, food, drinks, all that kind of stuff. So Sam kind of partnered up with Chad, and I know Chad will be there. Um, they're also giving away, uh, an Indiana sportsman award. And, uh, so that'll be kind of cool to see as well. Um, uh, Sam's doing some great stuff over there for the Indiana fishing community. So if you're in the area, 
you want to come on by, uh, swing by the new canoe booth, check out uh, all the great speakers. I mean, there's Josh Sharenko from Smalley Talk Podcast is giving a speech. Cole Ritter from uh, Grubby, uh, Sam Jones, Chad Hoover, myself, Matt Gibson is doing a speech on uh, tube fishing. So swing by the booths, uh, swing by the uh, the old stage, and uh, you know get there. Uh, Get in there and uh, say hello and uh, get edumacated. All right. I think that's it. Anything else, Jay? Did I miss anything? I think you did all right. All right. <laughs> I've been fighting a cold all week. I took a COVID test. I'm ne- negative and, uh, you know, I'm just got some congestion going on. So I just wanted to make sure. So let's get to the man of the hour, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Corey Barnett. Welcome, sir. Appreciate it. Yeah, anytime, man. Well, this this is probably what your third time back here. Yeah, I think it's my second time. So I think I was one of your guys' first first guests. Yeah, that was, that was a long time ago. That was that was pre Jay Randall. I know was, you and I had a long conversation. <laughs> That'll probably go much Jay better. <laughs> that <Yeah>. was pre Jay, <laughs> wasn't it? It was. It was. <laughs> so tonight will probably go much better, but. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, we got our man Richard in the chat. He says he's going to the indie boat show. I will be there, my friend. I will be there uh, Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, this weekend, and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the following weekend. So, can't wait to see you, buddy. But, uh, welcome back, man. Savior Outdoors, obviously, that's your brainchild. Uh, my man Nicholas Beltran is beating Jay into the chat, already dropped the link down there. Um, but, uh, for those that may not be familiar with savior, man, why don't you give us a little background on what it is, how you got started and all that good stuff, man. Well, kind of how I got started, it's kind of been a, a lifelong thing. You know, I mean, it just, I, I've just been around, I've never personally lost a fishing rod of my own. Um, it's, I, I lost a good friend of mine, uh, when I was really young and, you know, I mean, it, it, it I, it just stuck with me that day sitting there. Um, it was like, man, I'm sure something that popped off the end and you could, would come up surface and you know, you'd get your rod back. You know, it was just one of those things and just going through going, I mean, and that happened when I was like 13, 14 years old. And then as I got older, I started fishing more and, you know, I just saw that more people, more and more people. I mean, I watched my grandma lose, lose like four or five rods, man. And it was like, <laughs> okay, you know, but she was, she was always the one catching fish. So, but, um, you know, it was just one of those things that was like, I can do this, you know, there's, and after looking at some of the possibilities, you know, I mean, it, this, I tell people a lot that, you know, this kind of, this thing's like, uh, my daughter's 14, 13 years old now for me, you know, I mean, I, when I started doing this, um, I, I just, you know, 3d printers weren't available on every desktop like they are now, you know, making prototypes and stuff was difficult. Um, but you know, just kind of kept working at it and, um, and it took me like seven years to finally get it to the point. I mean, it was one of those things where, you know, you, you pick it up, work on it, put it down, pick it up, work on it, put it down. And, you know, then it was finally when we went to the back end of the rod and we started putting, you know, like this, um, putting them to, uh, the backs of the rod, like, like, so, um, that's when it really kind of was like, okay, this might be something that we could do. You know I mean? The the grip and everything of it was was good. 
Um, I didn't ever want to make a clip on because it was, it was always, you know, I mean, I, I take clip on things off my fishing rods. I, I hate it when something's rattling around on there and, and, uh, just making a solid product that, that, um, yeah, it takes a little bit to put them on, but I mean, we've overcome that. Um, got a lot of people putting them on their rods now and, um, you know, just, uh, um, just turned into that, that type of product, man. I mean, it's just, uh. It's just one of those things where, um, you know, uh, unfortunately, if you, you you lose fish, it, it, unfortunately, we're kind of on the back end for a lot of people. They lose fishing rods when they come to see us. You know, <laughs> you know. So I mean, we're trying to get in front of it with a lot of with uh, some of the social media stuff and different things. But um, but yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, it's really come a long ways. You know, in the in the five years or so that we've been actually in business. You know, so. Um, so just been this grown word of mouth. I mean, like Jay's had them on. I mean, people ask him about them and, and, you know, I mean, uh, being a small company like this, it's, it's, we don't have a ton of marketing, but you know, just the, the, the great part of it is, is that we've grown it by word of mouth, you know, and, and, uh, people see him talk about him, you know, so. Which is super cool, man. And I know, uh, my man Jay has lost a few rods and then, uh, actually got them back because of this little fancy device here that should be on the end of my efficient rod you can yell at me after the show Corey. but uh <laughs> you know it's uh, it, it's cool it saves you a lot of money and you know it's uh it's an interesting concept and i so let's let's because i've heard a lot of guys talk about this right and i know we talked about this on the last time you were on the show like a lot of guys are like how much weight is that ending to adding to the end of my rod you know is it gonna unbalance my rod which like this thing is nothing it weighs the same as a piece of cork virtually yeah it weighs 1.4 ounces and um actually what we get a lot of um is that people actually like them better because inherently all rods are tip heavy right i mean the, sure. the fulcrum point on on them is basically just in front of your hand so because you've got a lot more rods sticking out, out the front, but um, of your hands in front of the reel. But you know, a lot of people actually like the weight in the back of it. And they they actually like the way they fish, and that and that was a lot of my um, my dilemma about about coming into business with a clip on. You know, I mean, yeah, if if we had all this weight in front of the of the reel, um, I mean, we were no better than than a a foam float, you know, I mean, yeah, actually, right, right. you know, so, I mean, putting it, putting it back there, um, having, having it balanced the rod the way it did. And it, it's just, um, it's worked out great, you know? So, um, yeah, it, it weighs 1.4 ounces. And by the time you get all your cork and everything off the back of your rod, um, and all that, you're probably adding maybe an ounce, you know, so maybe even less than that, but, um, but yeah, of course. So, fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish; it's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations, and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever, and with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. 
Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Yeah, I, we got uh, Jared Solis in the chat, and he says, looks like a nice product as a rod builder. Peace of mind of not losing a $350 rod is a good thing. Completely agree. I mean, you know, you look at how much money we all spend on rods and reels, because you're talking about a $350 rod, but you got to imagine you're not putting a $50 reel on that, right? You're, you're probably adding somewhere in the area of 150 to $300 reel and up on that rod. So, I mean, essentially you're, you're protecting anywhere between a five and a $700 investment per rod for 35 bucks. And, and, um, yeah, and a lot of what we see is even if even if the guys um, are are using cheaper rods, not cheaper rods, but I mean less expensive um, <laughs> brands of rods. You know, I mean they're they're still saving the reel because I mean everybody everybody tries to go for the best reel that they possibly can. You know, and that's and that's what a lot of what we see. You know, people saving. You know, I mean a lot of I guess the average of about you know the 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 cost of the rod where people are putting them on is about a hundred and a hundred to $150 rod and up, you know? Sure. So, and then whatever reel they have on there. So that's kind of our, it's kind of our market. So. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's pretty impressive. So let's, let's back up a second. Cause you talked about cutting the cork off the end of your rod and stuff like that. A lot of guys that maybe, you know, I'm not a DIY guy and this and that, like, from your experience, obviously you've put a lot of these on different fishing rods. How, how hard is it to install the actual device? And then what's kind of the process? What, what would you do? Say I handed you a, a rod right now, like walk us through the steps. So guys could kind of, you know, see how easy this is actually to put on. You're going to strip the EVA or cork off the back of the rod. Um, whether it's a slip ripper and we, we have, a we have two, two different bodies. There's a full handle, which fits full handle cork rods. And then there's split grips, which obviously most, most people have split grips right now. I mean, a lot of the bass anglers are using split grips, but you, you're going to strip just the cork or the EVA off the back of that rod. And, and a lot of times they'll, they'll have, um, a lot of companies even are using counterweights in the back of the rods because they are so light to balance them. That's sure. kind of where we come in too. But what you have to do, you have to strip it off. And then we, we use the rod blank because if you look in here, that's, that's where the rod mounts into. So once you strip that cork off, you want to leave, you want to have two inches, just short of two inches of the rod blank showing of the rod blank from the, from the trim ring, from this trim ring. My, everything's backwards from this trimming back you want to have about two inches on split grips and then so you have to trim you, you'll trim your rod just a little bit if you have to a lot of rods you don't have to and then they install just like your your reel seats and everything else that's on your your reel seats that are on your rod they'll 
use a little bit of uh, masking tape on the bottom of it, and then we send epoxy with it. And then you just it just slips on, clean the epoxy off, and it's ready to go. Fifteen nice. minutes is about all it takes. Yeah, there's longer dry time than there is actually doing the whole process, right? A lot longer right? dry time. Yeah, <laughs> a lot longer dry time. And we have install videos and everything on our website, um, on the rod on the rod floats page of the website. Um, we also have uh, printable in, install instructions. But I mean, we've overcome that a ton. You know, I mean, there's there's a there's a um, you know so many people that aren't DIY people and they're putting them on now. So which which um which is great <laughs> you know i mean it's it, it's they're easy to do that aren't the instructions are are uh, pretty are simple enough to follow along and and you know a couple a couple of tools and you're good to go so we got a, a great question from jared he's the the rod builder that was in here he's asking do you have multiple inner i inner uh diameters for different sized uh blanks no we don't. They, they fit up to a, a 0.600 inch diameter rod blank um and they'll fit everything up to there and then if you go bigger than that um like like richie's on here and um so so you normally they'll, they'll fit just onto the rod blank like that up to 0. 0.600 and and um you just use the tape arbors underneath the um underneath the rip like they use underneath the real seats you yep. use that underneath here and then the, the epoxy and everything will just slide right over, over top of that it's good to go yeah yeah i mean it's it's pretty easy to do for anyone who's wondering yeah. so i mean if it's a smaller diameter just you keep winding the masking tape around the yeah. way I did it is until I got a pretty like snug fit, but it was still, I mean, like it would kind of stay on by itself. And then after that, I just put a bunch of epoxy in there and then just pushed yep. it and up. The epoxy, and the, the epoxy the actually, yeah, the epoxy actually works like a, a lubricant. So, I mean, you, when you dry fit us, that's what we call like the dry fitting stage, yeah. you know, and when you dry fit it, 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 that's where you make all your corrections. Then once you epoxy it, everything's good to go. So, yeah. Yeah, I but, will say yeah, this simple. though, like, like some. So depending on the design of your rod, you know, like basically where the cork meets uh, the design. You know, I, I don't even know what it's called, Corey. You might like basically it's like the end caps or whatever, just to kind of smooth out the transitions between uh, the parts. Yeah. So you may yeah, have that... to like shave a little bit off of your rod, but like a Dremel does, it makes quick work of it, and quick it doesn't affect it. it. Yeah, because you get that, you still get that size extension from the uh, actual device itself, so you don't have to worry about any imbalance. I mean, when I say a little bit, it's a little bit. Yeah, I mean, quarter inches usually is about the average of how much you have to trim yeah. off. You know, and I mean, um, Jay or uh, Brian, I know your rods you have to trim just a little bit more than that, but if you yeah. if you hold that savior up to your um, to your mm -hmm. Douglas rods, I think they are. Um, yep. You'll see that that's the savior is exactly the same length as the is the uh, the length of your handle now. And when those things go on to those rods, yeah, I mean it's just like it's like a perfect match, man. I mean it, it's like they were made for them. So yeah, it's um, clean too. Like when you do it right, man, you can make it look. People are can't even they don't even understand that it's like an aftermarket. Um, 
you know, device and like you put it on there. Everyone's like, that looks really clean. I'm like, yeah, I did that, you know. <laughs> and so, so the reason for the two bodies too, um, the, the, um, the full handle and the, and the split grip is, is exactly that. It's just for the transition. So, so that your hand doesn't, I mean, there, there's no transition. This, the, the full body has a, it's just a snub nose and it's just made, made to match up to the flatten the cork out because you make a really clean cut on this cork and uh -huh. then it just slides right up against it. And then it, I mean, you guys can see there's no I mean, yeah, there's hardly any transition at all. So, but yeah, so Rich, real quick, uh, Richie did, uh, uh, an install video. I went on YouTube, searched that, found that, put that in the chat for you guys real quick. So, yeah. uh, if you're, if you're wondering and want to watch after the show. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to do. I mean, don't, it won't take any time at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's once you do one, it's like you're a pro, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, nobody, nobody's really um, made a product where you have to dig into a fishing rod before, but you know, I mean, once you do, they're they're all the same build, they're all the same construction. Yeah. It's, it's um, it's as simple as you know, stripping the cork off and putting something else on it. So it, it's funny what you'll find out about a rod like when you do this <laughs> because yeah. there's like some of the Bass Pro stuff that's got like the dials on the bottom. It's all lies, people. It, I don't know what they're <laughs> trying to tell you it's doing, but it it's just a stupid job. <laughs> like, I mean, I was like, wait, really? This is it? I'm like, there's nothing going on here. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to find out some surprises along the way. Like your little trimmings, just I mean, they, they just fall off, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not, yeah. I know they're not glued on. I mean, they're yeah. they're in, in into the rod companies. I mean, all the rod companies. I mean, they're 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 they want to make them look great, and but they also have to make them light. So everything they put in there, there's not a lot of glue, you know. Uh, and most of them. I mean, there's there's rod brands that use a ton of glue, and sometimes you have to clean that out a little bit, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's not a lot to them. I mean, they're all just really simple, and they they want to keep them yeah. light. So, you know, the the yeah. less that they can possibly use, or the you know, it, the better off they are. So, because light sells, so, so yeah, and all that stuff too. So, right on, right on. Well, and you guys also too make a make a receiver for like GoPros and keychains yeah. so you like if you drop your keys in the water and stuff like that which is super cool that you've kind of adapted and and fit it to these common things that us fishermen like to lose to the bottom of the lake <laughs> the next one yeah. you need to do is a cell phone retrieval device because uh yeah, yeah I, i've yeah. heard that a lot man <laughs> i've heard that a lot um yeah i got those right here too um the uh i don't have a key ring on it but the key ring goes on the and, the and they're all just based off of these i mean so they're it's it's not like it's a completely different product i mean it's they're just adapters for the rod floats that we already have you know i mean mm -hmm. so the gear float which usually has a, a key ring on it so you can put a carabiner or whatever you want on it and then the the um the camera float just um it it just replaces one of the screws then you just screw it right in and uh, you'd save your camera. But I mean, one of the biggest ones, man, that this has become far and away our most popular has become our bow, our bow fishing floats. Yeah. I was they just going to say that. It's just, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. You know I mean? Those guys are, 
um, they've they've really they really like it. And uh, you know, I mean, it's it's we saved a lot of bows, man. I think we saved like fifteen thousand dollars of the bows last year. Yeah, I oh, bet. Wow. Like, it, it's yeah. funny. I didn't realize I mean, how many people drop bows over the side of the boat while they're bow fishing. <laughs> yeah, that's well, I mean, you got monster Greek grass carp and stuff pulling on your bow and i mean you, you're on a slippery deck i mean you got fish all over the boat you know i mean yeah. it's it's yeah, it's treacherous man that's not a, ready that's for a, the that's, ride that's a fun <laughs> sport man you hook into a big one man and it's it's uh you're along for the ride so <laughs> yeah and we've also got um to go along with the bow fishing floats i mean we kind of we kind of came into the bow fishing game after i mean there's so many adaptions that you can adapters that you can put onto uh, a bow fishing rig now. I mean, there's flashlights, there's all kinds of stuff. So I mean, a lot of times, some places we were getting away. So we kind of teamed up with a company called Gargod Manufacture Manufacturing, and they they make a line pole. So if the fish is so big, man, you have to go up and wrap a, a line around this, these line poles and help pull the fish in. Well, it's a it's just a chunk of a, aluminum, and they made a they, they ended up manufacturing all their all their gar gods with um, uh, the 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 uh, 516 24 threads that we need for the saviors and man they look great they're they work great they don't get in the way of anything up there you know it's just been uh it's been great man those those nice. a lot of you know they're buying a pair of them putting them on so it's cool so real quick and i know we've we've talked about this before my rod goes in, my GoPro goes in. Does this bobber immediately come up to the surface? Am I standing around waiting for it? Like, so it's shallow how long does that usually take? So it's shallow depths. Let me grab something else. So at shallow depths. Um, there's a little. This is kind of the second biggest, actually the most important. Um, this, but. Inside this float, um, you can see right here, there's a there's an auto a uh, auto inflatable life jacket. Salt a lot of you guys can see. A lot of you guys have seen these. It's the same ones they use in life jackets. Um, so what happens is when you when you fall in the when when your rod or whatever it is falls in the water, uh, the water goes in and obviously dissolves that. Then this thing's just spring loaded. And um, so once that dissolves, it just blows this float off the top of it. But one of the most important things is so is to keep it um, keep water away. We don't want it away because I mean, you guys as kayak anglers, you guys are always dri dipping your rods in the water. You know, rain getting rained on. You guys ain't stopping fishing through rain. Um, so I mean, we had to we had to come up with a way to keep it waterproof. But then once it once the rod or whatever it is falls in the water it water pressure is what sets it off so this little disc right here that you see um it's it's exactly what it is it's kind of a it's kind of a membrane it's a basically a porous plastic what it does is is it is it holds the, the little bit of air that's inside of this thing in place so as you drop it in and then once the pressure starts to to increase it starts to decrease the amount of of uh air inside of this the cavity inside the float so that that way the water just pushes through dissolves the salt boom pops it off and it keeps it waterproof until you know you do that okay so all right so at shallow depths 
you're not going to see it real fast. Um, two, three feet of water, it may take up five, maybe two, three, five minutes for it, to, for it to go off. But when you really lose it, when it's six, seven, eight, ten feet, that there's too much water pressure. There's too much atmospheric pressure pushing on this thing for it not to get to that salt bottom. So, um, so shallow depths, we don't really want it going off fast because in a lot of cases, you can just reach down and pick it up, you know, if that's sure. the case. And you have, we haven't cost anything. Um, so, you know, that's, and that's kind of the theory behind that, you know, I'd rather not set it off. I mean, that, and that's kind of been the thing that's, that's sold for a lot of people, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that, that have been watching them, you know, on, on fellow anglers rods for a long time. They're like, man, that guy hasn't set that off for a year now. You know, he hasn't lost a rod, but it hasn't set off either. And we've been fishing in the rain and that's kind of what sells people on it. You know, the fact that it, that it does, it isn't going off all the time. They don't have a lot of, um, um, you know, set offs, different things like that. So, cause that was huge, you know, I mean, that, that was a big, a big, um, question for a lot of people, you know, starting off, you know, and it, it still is to this day, but I mean, they, they're seeing them more and they're, they're seeing how the longevity of them, you know, that, that they're not, um, having to reload them all the time or, or anything like that. And they're not a lot of work. So. A little bit yearly maintenance. I got to do. I'm going to do yearly maintenance video here coming up next week or so. But yeah, I mean they're just trouble free. You know, is what a lot of people kind of have uh, explained them as. You know, and they they work when you need them. So should you be changing out that uh, tab once a year, once every five years? Like, is there like a set time period you should do that type on of on your life jackets? Absolutely. There's a three year. Um, Time limit, you know, they, uh, they, they expire in three years, but man, we ain't saving no lives here. Keep that thing in there until it, until it pops or, you know, yeah, definitely change it. I mean, if you check it every year, you know, if it looks good, don't change it. If it looks like it's had some, you know, you've been through some rainstorms and been dipping your rod a lot, you know, change them out. You know, it's a reload kits, nine bucks. Um, Right now, that was going to be my next question. Jared's in the chat and he said, How much are replacements once it goes off? Nine bucks, nine bucks. And we may sell, you know, I mean, we don't sell a ton of reload kits because I mean, they just they just last, man. These these salt bobbins, if it that they make for life jackets, I mean, for the life jacket companies, I, I hear a lot of people, Oh my god, those those things go off all the time. Well. Life jacket companies, man, they, they, they have no choice but to go off. You know, I mean, that's their job. You know, I mean, they, they don't have, if you look at the, the, the design of those, of not, not the ones they have now with like the, the hydrostatic valves and stuff on them. Um, but the earlier ones where it was, it was just an open case and that the, the salt bottoms that are in there were just basically an open air, you know? So, I mean, but, really and truly when when they design a life jacket it has to go off at the at the first sign of moisture you know so um just to be safe where if we don't go off you know the like that and, the, and that's the reason why we can we can close it off a little bit and seal it up just a, a little bit of, actually a lot more than what they do but uh it's because i mean we're not saving lives like i said before you know so i mean it's just um you never know you might be because i mean if you know you lose a couple of rods and then you gotta go buy some 
and then your wife's yeah, charge on your credit card. <laughs> and like, and let's face it, like everybody, everybody's buying like you know, Kisslers and above, and you know, yeah. I mean, I know a couple guys with seven hundred dollar combos, and I'm like, Whoa, I don't even know how Whoa. you do that. <laughs> like oh, just so man. much. I hear a lot of stories. One hand guys with seven hundred dollar rods on the bottom of the lake. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I know, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden you're single. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, and there's there's the line. One of the in in the spring that's in the spring that's on the inside of this thing. There's sixty feet of line on here too. So as the, as it comes up, as it unwinds, there's sixty feet that we put on there. It can it can hold a little bit more. But I mean, and there's also enough spring pressure in these things. I mean, to blow your rod completely off of whatever. I mean, it's meant to clear space so that it'll clear space for this float to come up too. So isn't it isn't it a twenty pound braid? Yeah, it's twenty pound braid. I think we're running twenty five now, but twenty five. We sold the we sold our line supplier completely out of twenty pound uh braid last year. <laughs> Interesting. So. Interesting. So what if I had one of these on a rod and I had it in a rod tube and it rained all day, the rod tube was filled with water. Is that potentially going to go off? The open-ended rod tubes? No, it, it they, we've been through whole long storms like that. Um, our only, and, and we've never shied away from this, man, this is on our website. The flush mount rod holders that hold water, um, they're about the same diameter as this float as you stick them down on the bottom and the only place for that water to go is straight up in here. So a lot of people okay. just switch to rocket launchers and stuff that use them. Um, there's okay. only a couple of those on there, but, but yeah, no, just the open ended ones are, are great. <clears throat> Anything like that. Uh, just, and it, I mean, it kind of makes sense too. You know I mean? When the, when those, the, the flush mounts, the whole water, I mean, it's, they'll sit in there for a while. I mean, they'll sit in there for, you know, a good bit of time, but I mean, there's nowhere else for that water to go when they're completely submerged like that. And they'll sit like that submerged for hours, you know? Um, okay. And then it, what'll happen is it'll eventually eroded it enough to set it off. But, gotcha. um, but yeah, no problems with no problems fitting any of the, of the, um, that I've seen. I've heard, I've heard a couple people say that they wouldn't fit in their rod tubes and they never, you know, I mean, that's social media stuff. I mean, I, they never really said what kind of rod tubes they didn't fit in or anything like that. But I mean, they're 1.4 inches in diameter. Most rod tubes are one and a half inch by easily. So inner diameter. So they'll fit. Probably like Jay Randall, always trying to stick it in the wrong hole. That's your CJ. It's terrible. <laughs> I like the old I thought, Savior, I thought we were, by the way, man. I that did is my the OG earlier. <laughs> and here you are. We what? I was like, I bit my tongue way earlier. Like, I don't know if you saw me laughing. I was like, oh my god, like that door just opened. I'm like, I'm walking away, walking away, nothing to see here. Yeah, you know, like, and then there you are. Uh, our man Nicholas Beltran in the chat says the keychain model actually is useful for most anything you have on the kayak. In uh, I know he said he had one linked up on his fish finder in case uh, something happened there, you know, lost his fish finder. But he is requesting one for some glasses, which oh, that's not God. a bad thought either. That would be funny <laughs> just to have like these things hang off the side of your head. Well, imagine yeah, it cause... being like the straps coming yeah. down and then the there floats like down there on your back or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that, he that's it up, man. I know you've got look. an extra boat. I know you've got an extra rock load laying around there, Nick. So, 
but what glue <laughs> epoxy that sucker onto your glasses man there you go just right on the end it, i mean it won't be weird right <laughs> yeah, yeah right behind the ears man you look be the coolest i, I know what he's talking about though because i remember right one time i leaned over with like a nice pair of sacconis and they just like just fell right off my face and started singing i was like oh my god that's like two hundred dollar pair of glasses. Just yeah, I almost lost them. a pair of Costas once, dude. Uh, I was like, I couldn't even get them back. I was like, all right, well, that was fun. <laughs> it's no fun watching a fishing rod ball like that too, because that's all yep. you've got, man. Oh yeah, you you've you just sit there, and I mean, unless you can get a crankbait out fast or something like that, I mean, in most cases, it's gone. I mean, yeah, we yep. always hear the the times on on social media when people find them, but I'm telling yep. you what, man, there are so many fishing rods lost. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I can attest to that, man. I can attest to that. Like yeah. Watching, watching yeah. a rod get pulled off your boat by a fish. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's weird, man. Like it's funny because when it moves, you're like, you know, you're like, why the hell did that just move? You're like, after leaving the line in the water, of course. Then all of a sudden, just yeah. just ripped right off the right off the boat. You're just like, what? Yeah, there's, nothing, there's nothing you can do about it. No, nope. I mean. Uh, uh, a, a, another good argument that people had for a long time was, oh, you're just supposed to hang on to them. Well. Most of the rods that are lost that we hear of that are lost are ones that are in the back of the boat, not even being used. You yeah. know, so I mean, when you reach back to to pull out a rod out of the out of, the, out of your, out your rod holders and it's hooked, <laughs> the top of it's hooked onto another rod, yeah. and you pull both rods out, that is one of the most um, common ways of losing losing rods that we've that we've seen. Um, that people have told us, anyways. You know, that 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 people relay us. It's like, man, this. You know, yeah, I mean, they, they do their best to keep keep them straight, but, you know, I mean, high winds and different things like that get everything jumbled up, you know. I, mean, I was just, I, who knows what's hooked on. So I remember telling you a story where I did that with, uh, of course, I had to save your device on the back end, but uh, I did it with my spinning reel, or spinning rod, rather. And I don't know, I hooked it or something, but I didn't know I did it. So oh, and I was, right. I fished the whole day, and then I came back, and I saw something floating. And, uh, and I think I was doing a tournament and I just never used that rod, um, for whatever reason. And then, uh, like I'm coming back, I'm like, that looks like a, like a bobber. And I'm like, that looks like a float. Oh my God. Like, and I went over there. I'm like, oh my God. I was like, and it was my rod that fell off because <laughs> it was right by the dot. It was right by the launch. I mean, so we ended up going back. It's the only reason why I, I saw remember it. you tell me that story. And I'm like, I didn't I even know it fell out, that. but, but it was in the low recessed, um, you know, rod holder in the kayak. Mm-hmm. And I just must have knocked it just good enough, and it just popped right out. <laughs> and there's silence. That's, that's the thing that I mean. In in a lot of cases like that, man, it's just silent. A lot of people are are like they, they didn't even know, you know. They're like, yeah, had a guy yeah. Who's dead, who's and as dead, a yeah, you know, what you're gonna say is as a kayaker too. You're so close to the water; it's super easy to do that. Yeah, I mean, our, and, our and man, especially. Uh, you know, Dan. this time of year, man, there's no jumping in for it either. You know, pretty much anywhere in the United States. Yep. You know? I know I mean, Dan Perry was on Gunnersville this past weekend. He says he lost a $400 setup off the side of his kayak this weekend. Ouch. Yeah. Nicholas Beltran. Daniel. Give me a call, man. <laughs> Nicholas Beltran it. says he was thinking about having one hooked up to his friend that can't seem to swim. <laughs> you need a few of them, I think. Put a life jacket on. You don't want one of these. Yeah. This ain't gonna float yeah. 
<laughs> now we're into the real life saving aspect. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah now yeah, we're not you know. saving lives here, man. This is this is a uh, this is not a serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe the float is so he could just come back and visit once in a while. I don't know. I, I mean, is his friend intentionally not swimming? I yeah, I know, right? I don't know those Southern Florida guys, man. I don't know mafia, you know something. Why is he not know. swimming? Yeah. Alligator attached to him? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no bueno. Oh, that's funny. No bueno. Um, no, it's interesting, man, and it's uh, it's been really cool to see the evolution of what you've been doing uh, over the past few years. You know, uh, you know, first obviously it started out on fishing rods. Now you're putting it on on uh, bow fishing bows and you know keychains, things like that. I mean, it's it's a it's a no brainer investment to protect yourself in the long run. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that was a thing. Yeah, I mean. I, I kind of wanted it to be that, you know, sure. Um, we're still got a lot of work to do to make it that, but I mean, that's kind of been the, the, um, the, 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 it's, it's got to work good. You know, it's got to work enough for it to be a no brainer, you know, for it to be a good insurance policy for people. And, and, uh, you know, a good investment, you know, this has been my biggest thing because it's what I would want to, I mean, it's kind of my values and, everything going into it too so um the whole way through it so right on right on drop the uh dropping the link for the website down here in the chat guys gals if you guys just joined in or uh you know you're looking forward after hearing about what these things do it's uh down there in the chat you could uh you know go through see all from products and uh you know potentially uh save yourself from some uh pain and aggravation with your significant other <laughs> yeah and i mean another, yeah exactly um one of the things that was, i know there's some rod builders and stuff on here too um I mean, we've got all kinds of different colors. We've got into powder coat and the bodies. Um, we've got a bunch of different colors that um, are on there. We've got over, yeah. Yeah, you guys got a ton of colors now. I mean, there's like 110 different <laughs> color combinations that we have now. Um, getting into like um, laser engraving the, the floats and stuff too. So, but uh, Yeah, I was going to bring that up and then... Uh... I, I got it shared on the screen now, you know, all the different colors and options and parts and everything that you guys are offering. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. 
Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Which is cool, man, because, you know, guys like to, especially the custom rod guys, you know, they got a customer with a thread theme or something like that. They want to match it up. It's kind of exactly. nice to have that that option to uh, to kind of match it. Yeah, so it's yeah, the we start using the ceramic coating like they use on on guns, and uh, man, it's so durable. We love it. That's super cool. Got the camo options, the high vis. That's awesome. Super and cool. Man. High vis. I mean. It, the funniest thing is, is um, that the flip that comes up is supposed to be high vis. You know, I mean that that would be the logical thing to do. But our po- most popular colors are black float <laughs> because it just looks so good, man. I mean, once once you put the black float on there, I mean, it goes with so many other. You know, I mean uh, the the black EVA rods. I mean, it just doesn't change the look of a lot of rods. You know, so I mean. Um, but yeah, I mean, it still works. Doesn't matter what color it is. People still find a black float. Doesn't really matter. But um, I never thought a black float would be the most popular one that we would sell. I know. Like, I'm like, I want something bright. I mean, you know, where, where that float was when I was going by, I was like, I wouldn't have seen a black one. <laughs> right. I was like, I needed something a little visible. I don't know, something to think about, everybody. <laughs> but hey, you know, I mean, it's um, people find them. You know, I mean, it's not. Yep. It, they must hear them. You know, I mean, they must know that they've they've went overboard or, or um, you know. But uh, man, they look good. <laughs> they look really good. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just crazy how that that color is just kind of taken over. Um, but yeah, I mean, then next to it, I mean, our our red, orange, and green ones are the most popular. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, and you guys work with the rod builders as well, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, we've got a rod builder program. Uh, just basically have to own your own business. It can't really be a hobby, you know. So, um, yeah, we work with a bunch of them. So it's a pretty easy little program to get into. And as far as like stock goes, I mean, are you guys pretty, pretty well stocked up where, you know, so many places in order you can get them out fairly quick. Like, obviously I asked this because of the current times we're living in and stuff. Um, is there any kind of delays on your guys's end as far as uh product availability goes? No delays. No delays as far as we've seen. I mean, at our current um, quantities that we're running, I mean, nothing, 
no issues at all. Uh, it's just everything is going up. I mean, it's just crazy yeah. how, how much. I mean, I, I was talking to, I'll show you this, this one little piece right here. This is the crazy part. This thing right here, it's the, the piece that goes in the salt bobbin. You got to see how big that is. Thing went up eight cents a piece. Oh, wow. Jeez. I mean, you, you can kind of add that into, you know, I mean, the rest of the parts, you know, that, but that just floored me this week. I mean, I had, we had to purchase more of those. We're not having any issues with it at all. I'm not seeing them, you know, I mean, but, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, it's just everything is going up. It's, it's stupid as well, it is. So, I love it. Great times. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, I know. Uh, I just heard one of the kayak manufacturers, like they scaled back a bunch of dealer orders on their pedal drives because there's like a certain screw or something that they use in the drives and they're having a hard time getting them overseas. And it's got to be like this certain screw made out of this certain metal or something like that. And, you know, same thing. Price went up five times what it was and you know, and then the problem is actually getting it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Exactly. Stuff's I mean, getting silly. I, I'm not, all my stuff's made here in the United States, except for one piece, the, the EVA foam that I have on these. There's no EVA foam that's not made in China. If you buy it here, it was made in China anyways. Sure. So, I mean, we, we get it directly from the source. So, you know, I mean, that's really the only thing that comes from, that's the only thing that comes from there. Everything else is made right here in the United States. All the, all the adapters, I mean, my adapters for the bow fish floats are made 40 miles down the road here. You know, we go down there with those guys and they're, they're ready to go. Um, all the, all my plastic pieces that I've, that I have made are made in uh, Lafayette, Louisiana. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, I mean, the, the only pull we have right now is the fact that everything's so expensive anything petroleum based right now is going to be just stupid so yeah um and it's it's gone that way with everything you know i mean um it, it, it's just kind of what we have to deal with right now so yeah gotta love it gotta, gotta love, love it man. i don't love it yeah i, I'm I mean i blame it on <laughs> like, i don't love it i'm blaming yeah. on randall <laughs> Yeah. We've been in such a good spot with it for so long, man. I, I mean, I hate raising my prices on it. You know, I mean, yeah. it's like, and now we're at the point where you know, we're pretty much, pretty much going to have to, you know. Um, but it's it's like it's just been so good at, you know, that for so long. It's like, you know, I, I we've got a little pro staff group that we have on there last night, and I got on there and ranted about that. But um, you know, yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, it's what you got to do right now. So. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's rough, man. It's rough, but hopefully, hopefully things quiet gets down. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. What would you say is the uh, the best story you've heard yet about the device actually saving a rod or a bow or anything like that? What I had a guy, I had a guy up in Canada went up there to go hunting, or he said I think he was hunting, but. It, but he he took his rods up there with me and he left us up there with him and he and he he had his rods on his four-wheeler somehow i i, I didn't get any pictures of this but the four-wheeler left in neutral and uh, the only way that they knew 
where the four wheeler went was there was four rod floats sticking out of the water. Oh. The, the four had rolled down into the water, went underwater, and oh, the other wow. way they knew it was that was the was the rod floats. That's crazy. No pictures. No pictures. Can't read. Can't. I mean, I I, I don't ever really yeah. share that story because I don't have no. I don't have any proof. Yeah. You know. I mean, still you know, though, the potential of saving about five grand easy. Well, there you go. You got to make an ATV float. Next one right. is a snowmobile. Right, but I mean, they, they were like, we we had no idea where that thing went. No idea. That's where crazy. Four wheeler went, and it just rolled down into the lake. Oh, that's nuts. So yeah, that's the craziest one I've heard. Yeah. Um, but you know, who knows? I mean, I guy could have been pulling my leg. I mean, there's no pictures of it, but you know, it's the best, yeah. the best one I've heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think you told the. I think the last time you were on, you had a guy uh, hooked a fish. Rod came out of his hand or something, and then ended up grabbing the float right, getting his rod, and the fish was still hooked to his rod or something along those lines. Well, I did that video. My, one of my one of my yeah. very first videos that I did, I did that. Um, oh, I, yeah, I didn't catch a fish the whole day. I was out on my cousin's lake in Illinois. And um, I didn't catch a fish all day. You know, the whole point of that was the whole point of the, the, the video for being out there was for me to catch a fish, me throw my rod in. But I couldn't <laughs> even catch a fish. So my best friend ended up catching a fish. Kept, my best friend's in the front of the boat catching fish all day. And <laughs> I was like, dude, just give me the rod. <laughs> yeah. So I took his rod, his <laughs> fish, threw them both in the water, yep. still hooked. Get the rod, real fish, everything back, and it and it can be done. It can oh, be yeah. done easily. You know, what I mean, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've done that. No, was, nothing crazy yeah. done with folks, anything like that. It was just, you know, it was funny. Like I think, like the look on his face is funny because he caught the fish and then he just goes, uh, he just drops <laughs> it around in the water, and then you're thinking like, uh, I get what you're doing here, but you know. But then he, I don't, got, he came back up and he got the he caught the fish and brought it in. Caught it twice. That's cool. I don't care how many times you throw a fishing rod in the water. I mean, I've owned this business for years. I've and I, I don't care how many times I go to throw a fishing rod in the water. It, there's nothing right in your soul about throwing that rod in the water no. for any reason. You know, I mean, it 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 is like you're committing a crime if when you're doing that just by purposely throwing that rod in the water. And I get it, man. You're supposed to, you're supposed to hold these things in your hand and uh, it never gets any easier. (laughs) It really doesn't. I mean, you're every time you're like, Holy crap. Yeah. It's like, man, it's one of those things you're like, this doesn't feel right. This could go bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that could be a little unsettling, you know. And then the float comes up and like, okay, sweet. That's cool. That's cool, man. But yeah, I mean, right so on, many man. other, so many other four hundred dollar rod stories, you know. what I mean, um, so many other stories of you know people trying one and then now they've got their whole rod series, that all their rods decked out with them. I mean, that's that's kind of thing that um, has been really cool, really cool to watch and see it grow like that. So. 
you know, my uh, my good friend, Mr. Randall over there, I think they're on pretty much every single one of his rods for sure. They definitely are. See, just watching out for you, man. I'm, I'm a believer. You've had them on long <laughs> enough too, man. We need to go through, you need to go through those and um, I know sure that all your <laughs> salt bobbins are good. I mean, yeah. we're talking four years probably, and you've probably had some loaded now for four years. And I mean, how many times have you fished with them too? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I didn't oh, really, add that I to mean, your list of yeah, things more to do stuff to do in Tennessee. There I you know. Go. I was just thinking that. I was <laughs> like, I kind of want to hit it pretty hard this year. And, you know, cause like this past year, I didn't really fish a lot, a lot of stuff going on, but, uh, Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd like to, you know, definitely. Yeah, but I was thinking about that too, because I actually I think I still got a bunch of salt bobbins from you. I just got to go through them all and put them all on, and you know, because some of them have been through some pretty heavy rains for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas is asking: Is there going to be an engraving option soon? Um, man, I don't know. Folks, I guess is what you're meaning. Um, we might get into that. Um, we've been kind of tackling the whole cost thing right now. We've had a lot going on with that. I was going to get into that a little bit um, this year and, and uh, do some of that, but kind of got shoved off to the back burner with all the cost and, and and not supply chain issues. But I mean, just you know, make sure that we're um, have everything in order, you know, to get things here and. Uh, and and two, we've been, we've also been um, not not to skip over that, but I mean, um, built a lot of Amazon this year and uh, put them put got getting Amazon put up and getting our branded store put up's been pretty big too. But um, nice. yeah, I got to find a laser engraver around here. Um, it's not ridiculous. <laughs> um, well, I live in the Austin, Texas area, so there tends to be a lot of things that are way overpriced, but. Um, yeah, we, we've been looking into that. I need, I need to relook into that. It's, it just kind of got put on the back burner. It's all those California people moving there that are messing Jeez. it up for you. <laughs> no <Freaking comment>. hippies. <laughs> Thanks, Joe Rogan. <laughs> no shit. Elon Musk. <laughs> Sons of bitches. They're all here, man. They're all here. We're... Well, right on, man. Well, we're winding down here, man. We're almost at the hour mark. Uh, any other things that we missed or you want to get out there to the good people, man? The the floor is all yours. No, man, I'm, I'm good to go. I mean, you guys uh, you guys covered everything. I mean, it's it's really the, the, the product itself is just really simple. I mean, when you, when you boil it right, when you, when you boil it down, it's basically a cup and a float meant to go off when you want it to. Um, and that's that's been a... Uh, that's been the concept the whole time. So, I mean, it's, um, it's, uh, it's a great product. I mean, it, that we've grown by word of mouth. So, I mean, you know, someone who has these by now, you know I mean? Ask them about them. You know, I mean, everybody that, uh, you know, ask Jay about them. Um, you know, they're just, uh, they've come a long ways. Uh, they haven't come a long ways, but I mean, we've, we've been in business for a long time. So, I mean, obviously we're not going anywhere. I mean, it's, uh, it's, um, product you know i mean once it once it's on it fish it fishes great you know so mm-hmm. um so it's been, uh, right on, what man. We do. that's how they work mr randall 
Uh, I'll say get out there and get one. Just get one. Put it on your rod. You know, drive take on. it for a spin drive. You know, I'm t- I'm telling you, man, it's it's definitely worth putting on there. It's good insurance. Uh, don't be scared. It's pretty easy. Uh, there's plenty yeah. of videos out there at this point. Uh, there's really no learning curve. Um, even if you got a little bit of a, you know, you're not that handy, you could definitely do this even if you're not that handy. Well, so many people putting them on nowadays, they're, <clears> you <throat> know, not handymen. I mean, they, they know nothing. You don't have to be a rod builder. Um, yeah. You, you know, obviously we work with rod builders, but I mean, they're building, they're building your dream rod, you know, so. Oh, sure. But I mean, as far as your, your average rod, I mean, all the, all fishing rods are built the same. Um, yep. You know, within when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Not too different, I mean, but um, some of the carbon fiber grips nowadays are a little tricky. But you know, they're it's just all the same. I mean, they're nothing's there's nothing crazy in there, man. You're not gonna open up a can of gremlins, <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, <laughs> and you, you're, you're, you're cutting off a, a 50 cent piece of cork to, to save a $400 rod, you know? So, yeah, that's that's what that's that was the yeah. big hurdle a lot of people, you know, took to get over, you know, it was like, um. I got to get this piece of cork off. But when I really look at it, it's literally a $3 piece of cork. You know, so. Yep. Um, but, uh, and cool. <laughs> so, but, um, but anyways, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Anytime, man. Yeah. Anytime. Guys, gals, go to SaveYourOutdoors.com. Go follow them on Facebook, uh, Instagram, all that good stuff. Keep up with the stuff. I mean, like Jay said, try one out, you know, yeah. see if you like it, and then uh, get them all changed out. Yeah, that's Go. that's the most common thing that we see, too, is people try one, you know, and then they, they're they just back for more. So That's but awesome. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Anytime, brother. Thanks for coming Anytime. on, Core. Yeah, all right, no boys problem. and girls, we will see you next week. If you're in the Indiana area this weekend, come see me at the boat show. Uh, I'll have some paddle and fin stickers on me and uh, all that good stuff. Just love chatting with folks. If you're in the Tennessee area this weekend, go find Jay's new house. Somebody <laughs> throw some toilet paper in the trees for me. Good luck. <laughs> hey, we'll be sending stuff to Dale Hollow. Dale, Dale Hollow too. Um, oh yeah, yeah. We we uh, yeah. We'll we'll be, we'll have some floats down there for you guys too. Awesome. Well, there you cool. go. Sign up for the Dale Hollow event. Just win your rod floats, man. I there mean, you go. that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. I like it. But uh, we appreciate you guys. We will see you next Thursday. We're here every Thursday, 7 Central, 8 Eastern, 5 o'clock out on the West Coast. Till next time, boys and girls, tight lines, smooth paddle. Peace. Sweet. Thanks see for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. 
make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website, paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures your Midwest premier paddle sports destination, go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. And Jigmasters Jigs, when in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today.